Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise from the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here and sharing different tips and techniques to help you lower your stress so that you can start creating a happier lifestyle. And today I've got Corby who knows the value of examined life through divorce, abuse, poverty, and life-threatening illness, she found that meeting challenges and asking the next question meant facing each situation with strength, courage, and humor. Today, she brings a full toolbox to her work as an intuitive consultant and teacher with a globe-spanning mm-hmm. career and clients worldwide. So welcome, Corby. It's great to be here. Thanks for asking. And today we're going to talk about stress as a complicated friend, which it is. Mm-hmm. Share with the audience of how you came onto this journey. The journey about stress? Yes. Oh, well, um, <laughs> I'm, I've always been a type A. Um, right now, and for 20 years, I've been an intuitive counselor, certified tarot master, past life specialist, working six days a week, 14 hours a day, reading about a thousand people a year. But I get to get up every morning. I don't have to get up in the morning, which means that I have taken stress and wrestled it to the ground. Nice. So you talk about stress as a complicated friend. So there's good stress and there's bad stress. Can Absolutely. You can you talk sure. about that a little bit? All right. Good stress. Good stress is when I'm in the wings and I'm about to go out and talk to an audience of 500. I mean, you know, I'm ready to rock and roll. Bad stress is when I come home and my husband says, the washer just died. And it's the day that I always do my deep cleaning of the whole house. That's bad stress. So you're going to have stress in your life, but you can't think of stress as a monster. You have to think of stress as a neutral thing. And you can choose, is it good stress? Then welcome it. If it's bad stress, kick it to the curb. And the two kinds of really bad stress that I see people dealing with all the time are what I call stress as the shot across the bow and stress as mission creep. And well, what's mission creep? That's where in the military, you're given an assignment and then they keep piling more stuff on top of it, but they don't give you any more time to do it. So (laughs) if you've got stress as a shot across the bow, That's something that hits you upside the head with a big fat clue brick and says, don't do this. With me, the example I use in my book, Clean Out Your Life Closet, is when I was going hell-bent for leather, reading at a coffee shop, very busy, big event in in the village, and hadn't eaten. So I just grabbed something off their bakery tray, and it was these gorgeous raspberry bars that are like gustatorial heaven. And I wolfed down two on an empty stomach, that much fat, that much sugar. All of a sudden, heart started pounding, headache, and 
Well, I went and read that that much sugar, bad for your heart, bad for your blood pressure. And that one shot across the bow completely reinvented how I look at sugar and how I treat it. So that stress is no longer with me. Mission creep, my darlings, you need to learn to say no. No is a fabulous idea. When you love knitting and someone says, great, could you make me some baby clothes? And you do. And someone else sees the baby clothes and says, well, we need it for our fun drive. Could you do that? And you agree to that. And then they say, but you have to use this pattern and this kind of wool and we need it by such date. All of a sudden, because you didn't say no and set your boundaries, the delight you have in knitting goes out the window. And when you're done with that project, you put those needles away and you shudder when you look at them. So those are two examples of what we all go through every day that you can be aware of. And that's going to cut your stress level massively. Yeah. You know, creating that awareness is so important. Are there any steps that you can give the audience to start creating that awareness? Yes. You've got to be aware of what takes care of you first. All right. Um, We all like to be the nice person. But when we say yes to other people, we're very often saying no to ourselves. So one of my new rules is when somebody asks me to do something, unless it's, could I borrow a cup of sugar? It's let me check my calendar and get back to you. I don't say yes right away. And when someone keeps bugging me, they're showing they don't respect my boundaries, then it's an automatic no. And sometimes I've lost some friends over it because if we don't value ourselves, they won't either. Our boundaries say, this is where I am. Look, as a, as a psychic medium, people are terrified that I just go marching inside their head and rifle around in the file cabinets because we have no boundaries. No. They say, well, don't you get? I say, no, my guides and I have an agreement. The shop sign is open or the shop sign is closed. And if you're not sitting down, either paying me for the session or bringing me a chicken in barter, or I said I'd give you the gift, I don't do this. It's comfort for them and it's comfort for me. So boundaries are the most important thing you can do to maintain your stress. Don't say yes right away. Check your calendar and then check in with you. Would you get enjoyment out of doing this? Would it make you feel warm inside? If it's no and it's no, don't. Just say no. Yes. And no is a complete sentence. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I love saying about boundaries too, is that if you say no to things that don't align with you, you're giving yourself more time and energy to do the things that you love to do. You understand you're an author of a a few books. Can you share those with us, please? The one that will talk to you about the stress and everything else is called Clean Out Your Life Closet. It covers clarity, adaptability, stress, and simplicity. And the reason I wrote that is, look, I will give 50 bucks cold cash to anybody in the audience who can raise their hand and say, I have never bought a self-help book because you know we all have. But, you know, yeah, it may have a great title and a sexy cover. You flip a few pages in chapters and it looks good, but you get it home and you say, what do you mean that I have to get up at three in the morning to do yoga and stay on a vegan diet? 
You know, it's like, I'm a mom in Kitchener with two preschoolers and a job. It is not going to happen. So the way I did my book is here's some of the stupid things I did. Here's a client story. And here are some examples that you can look at. But at the end of each chapter, I have your invention pages, which is where you can answer these questions. But it has to be from your life. Things like, what was the last thing you enjoyed that became a burden because you didn't say no or mark out boundaries? Who in your life constantly ups your stress? Do they do it out of manipulation, victimhood, self-interest, or something else? Ask yourself, are they worth keeping? And if so, how can you change the balance? Now, you can't turn to page 49 and find out what I told you to do. That has to come from your life. But that means if you do all those questions at the end of each chapter, by the end of that book, you have your own personal life manual. And this is where you know that you can find your own toolbox, discover your own answers, and make life a joyful road, not a slog. Now, can you talk a little bit more about just setting boundaries? Because mm-hmm. you know, people get a little nervous. They don't like saying no. And we do feel, sometimes we feel guilty when we're saying no. But, you know, we, we do are cho- say no. We're <laughs> choosing to feel guilty. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a thing is a thing is a thing. It's called stimulus belief response. So someone asks me to do something, but I already have something planned. I say no. If they look at me and say, well, I always do things for you. Why won't you do it for me? My answer is I do things for you when I can. But just as I've asked you to do things and you can't do it and I don't get mad at you, I expect the same courtesy. So it's a matter of the people who will get mad at you when you set boundaries are the ones who love taking advantage of you when you didn't. And that's very telling. It's a matter of respect, self-respect, and their respect for you. I find myself, when I have difficult boundaries to create in my life, there's a few tips that I do for myself. For instance, I'll Mm -hmm. practice in the mirror. I'll even do that, yes. Journal it down just to get all the feelings out. Especially I find with family or close friends who are used to us saying yes, yes, yes. It can really put stress on our lives just saying no. But I know when I do say no, that no, finally, the relief that you feel as well. Yes. And don't be afraid to tell them, look, I know I've always said yes before, but it's doing me damage. So I am taking care of myself with a no this time so I can be there with a yes later. And women are taught that we're last. We'll always take the last piece of cake. We'll always say no when we want something. We'll always say, oh, this whole thing when we get a compliment. We so rarely check in with ourselves and you've got to. On my YouTube channel, there is a wonderful video on spiritual time management that addresses things like this. The multitasking the invasion uh, by other people into our time and self. So it's, it, go take a look at it. It's like 10 minutes. It's not very long. But that will give you tips about getting rid of the multitasking and the me-lastness and the double thinking that we all do. 
because that too is what puts us under stress. We always question ourselves about what we really want. A six-year-old does not question, I want, gets it or doesn't get it, and then goes on. You don't have to give yourself permission to want something. And that includes time and boundaries. Yes, that video about spiritual time management, that sounds really interesting. Can you just give us a little taste of that? Sure. Um, I do go over things that I've talked about. And it's called spiritual time management because it literally is something that opens up our life, opens up our self-understanding. And the multitasking is something that we believe we must do. That's when the stress is mission creep really comes in. Well, I have to do the laundry and a podcast and a reading for a client. But somebody said, but I need you to go to the store for me. So now I have to crowd all that in. And you see, that's mission creep. And that's the multitasking because we're taught we have to. You've got 24-7 news now. You've got a phone with you all the time. You've got texts. You've got emails. 40 years ago, my children, I'm 67. I can remember this. Um, When you left work, you left work. You did not have a phone glued to your butt. Your weekends were yours. I've worked for a woman who literally called somebody on their honeymoon on a cruise ship, haranguing them about why they hadn't talked to a client. Why? Because she had a way to contact them. She didn't respect boundaries and she didn't respect the idea of putting stress on anybody. Needless to say, I don't work for that person anymore. (laughs) I don't blame you. Mm-mm. That's a little crazy. And a lot of times, too, if you say yes a few times, they do. They start taking advantage of you as well. And then they get so mad at you. Well, what do you mean you're saying no? You always say yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> am I going to get mad at the clouds because for five days in a row it was sunny? No, this is what it is today. <laughs> Deal with it. Absolutely. So we're going to start wrapping this up. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience today? Yes. Please trust yourself. Please know what you want and go for it. Do not fall prey to what a lot of us as women, especially, had done to us when we were kids. When we wanted something, generally we were told no, and we're bad, and we're selfish, and we have to watch somebody else get it like that cookie that we want on a tray. And our mother says, no, girls who eat cookies get fat. And so she gives it to your brother. I mean, we've all had that happen. And give yourself a chance to learn. Don't make learning how to ratchet down stress one more stressful experience. Give yourself the time to learn it and enjoy it. Wonderful. Okay, so all your... Uh, contact information will be in the show notes and in the post and everywhere you'll be hearing or seeing this this interview so feel free to reach out to if, if you have any questions for Corby so wonderful well thank you so much for your time today I appreciate your uh, knowledge on the you know boundaries are so important how we spend our time is so important yes it is you know? yes it is we all only have 20, 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, and it's ours. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.